0: Before we begin, we would like to thank our sponsor, Globe Telecom, for making this podcast series possible. Don't forget to check them out and dial asterisk 143 hashtag. While you're at it, you may also check out Blueprint for the other activities in store for today and the upcoming days of St. Paul College Pasig's Spectrum 2021. Switch, switch, switch to 4G SIM and device for better data, faster speeds. Better data, faster speeds. Switch to 4G SIM and device for better data, faster speeds. Better data, faster speeds. Switch, switch. Switch to 4G SIM and device for better data, faster speeds. Upgrade your old 3G SIM to 4G for better data, faster speeds versus 3G signal. Visit go.com.ph to set an upgrade appointment. Hello everyone and welcome to Revitalize, Spectrum 2021 series where we discuss the ways to traverse through life by fostering self-growth through new knowledge. I am Jana
1: and I am Abby and we are your hosts for episode 1, Going the Extra Mile.
0: Wow, we're almost nearing a year in quarantine. Wait, one whole year? Time flies so fast. Yeah, I know right. I'm sure we've used this time to learn more about ourselves, new hobbies, and simply a way through life in the new normal. But for me, I've been pretty unproductive. I've basically been binging TV shows, finding new music, and anime series to watch. But I've tried to dabble in more writing as practice. That's really cool, Jana. For me, I've personally
1: been practicing violin a lot because I have the time during quarantine, and also I've been dedicating myself to my gift, which I realized that I had a passion for radio broadcasting, and that was something that I wasn't really familiar with. I also got two lovely little puppies during quarantine, which is really nice to have some fluffy little puppies to just cuddle up with during this really trying time. So let's get started. Our 5C for today is community. In this episode, we'll be focusing
0: on thinking beyond ourselves. You know, Abby, this topic is a great way to open the fair. And since our theme for this year is to the future, we don't have anywhere else to go but to infinity and beyond. To get a closer look into this, we're joined with our extra special guest speaker for the episode. Let's give a warm hand for Miss
1: Emma Peckson. Miss Emma is a current college freshman at the Ateneo de Manila University and is the Chief Marketing Officer of Step Up PH. Let us lend our ears as Miss Emma introduces herself as well as how she entered the organization scene. Hi, my name is Emma Pekson and
2: I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of Step Up PH. Today, I'll be talking about the topic entitled Thinking Beyond Ourselves. First of all, I think what makes me qualified to speak about this topic is my experience in volunteer work or as most people call it nowadays, org work. I've been in the org scene for around three years already because I joined my first org when I was in 10th grade. As such, I've learned a lot about the nature of this work and this special kind of joy that you can only experience when you work for the good of others and not necessarily your own. Step Up is one of the orgs I am now currently pouring my heart into, and I can honestly say that it has been one of the most fulfilling and enriching orgs that I've ever been in. After making some large contributions in Step Up the past few months, I've once again gotten a taste of that certain joy that you can only get by doing selfless and payless volunteer work. This felt especially good because I joined Step Up in the middle of the pandemic, you know. So, you know, I was bored at home and I really felt like I had to do something productive with my free time. After being active in the org for around 8 months, I can say that pouring my heart into helping others has ironically helped me grow personally
0: as both a person And as a leader. Well, I think it's safe to say that she's dedicated to serving others. Just imagine joining an organization in the middle of the pandemic. It seems quite impossible, yet very believable now that she's mentioned it. It really shows how you can accomplish anything you want, if you put your
1: mind to it. I was just thinking the same thing, Jana. I think that having a passion and drive for what you do really pushes you to quote-unquote go the extra mile. When I first started playing violin when I was around 8 years old, I didn't really have that much dedication to it and I thought it was more of a chore. But recently, in these years that I've been playing violin, I realized that I actually do have a passion for what I'm playing and that this passion drive me to improve and also made me do things that I never imagined myself doing, like participating in competitions and getting awards and having a solo in my orchestra.
0: Yeah, that's really great to hear. And she has quite the background experience to talk for this topic. So let's now listen to how Miss Emma describes what pushed her to act for society.
2: If I were to be honest, what actually contributed to my quote unquote stepping up in society was actually my high school education. I studied in Assumption College, Makati, and like all Assumption schools, social responsibility was. Ingrained on us. We were highly encouraged to use whatever skills and talents we had for the good of others. With the pandemic, org work was the perfect platform for this belief. Since I just recently graduated from my high school, I really tried to take the values I learned there to heart, like something I actively lived out. Aside from that, another thing that pushed me was simply what was happening around me. As a lot of you may know, our country's management of the coronavirus pandemic is far from ideal. There are a lot of people suffering from the setbacks brought about this pandemic, even up to now, nine months after the official lockdown last March. I personally was strongly affected by this pandemic. My senior year was cancelled, and I had to spend my freshman year of college online. But after I felt sorry about myself... I started to feel grateful that I could still move forward and that's when I realized that I was actually one of the lucky ones and not everyone could afford to move forward. I told myself, people need help now more than ever.
1: I know that when we're in high school, especially if we're at a Catholic school, we're taught that we're supposed to use our resources for the benefit of others. And especially during this pandemic, people have been affected directly and indirectly, especially those who have the virus, those who have lost their jobs, and those who have family members who have got this virus. And it makes you stop and think and say, shouldn't I do something? Real talk. This quarantine gave us time to reflect and act on the things going on in the real world. It encouraged us to not just be in our own little bubble.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that this is the time where we get to apply the skills and values we've acquired in school or from our family. And yes, we're all about application now. And I feel like this is the best time to reflect on ourselves.
1: I personally think that organization work and volunteer work can be quite difficult at most. Up next, Miss Emma talks about how this special something encouraged her to help others through Step Up PH.
2: Okay, so like I mentioned earlier… I realized that I was very lucky, and that Filipino people needed help now more than ever. I felt really guilty about this at first, and I decided that I just had to do something about it. So I connected the dots, and I realized I should use my available resources to do something. But like many people, I didn't really understand how you were supposed to Help people, help communities, donate to them, and all that if you couldn't even go out of your house. So this was when Step Up came along. Martin Eusebio, um, the founder of Step Up, he actually simply messaged me last April and was like, Hey Emma, do you know any people who are passionate about helping others? It turns out he was actually recruiting for his new org. He actually initiated and founded Step Up because he was able to see how it was mostly youth or more specifically his friends and acquaintances who took initiative to donate and help out with his fundraising project for frontliners in Covita. Today, Step Up has grown into the community that it is. We've currently helped many communities, which we were able to do despite the limits brought about by the pandemic. Martin and the rest of Step Up taught me that it definitely wasn't impossible to go and help people even if you couldn't go out of your house. As long as you were truly passionate about helping others and worked
0: with people who shared the same goal as you. You know, it's really amazing how these organizations are formed. If you have one person who says, wow, I can really make a change or I should do something about our current situation and have all of these types of people come together, you can create such a big change. And Miss Emma's situation really showed that. And adding on to earlier, I think once we overcome the reflecting stage, we open our minds and educate ourselves with what's happening around us. And for some like Miss Emma, it leads them to do selfless acts. And it's essential that at these times of dismay, we educate ourselves on various issues and communities affected by by the pandemic. And it's awareness and selflessness that are going to lead us to making big changes.
1: Yes, and listening to what she just said, it makes you realize that through having the right motivation for service and being fueled by passion, it drives you to do these great things. I remember when I was in the bank a few weeks ago with my mom, and I was just sitting down in the corner while my mom was making her transaction. I noticed that there was this mother and her little son, and she gave him her wallet, and he was kind of playing around with it, and he accidentally dropped 10,000 pesos. At first, nobody really noticed, and I realized that this was going to be a problem because it looked like a big wad of cash. So I told a nearby security guard and I said, excuse me, sir, it looks like someone dropped their money and it belongs to this person. So he picked up the money and he approached the woman and she said, oh my goodness, I was looking for the money because that's worth 10,000 pesos. And of course, what I did wasn't really something that would save the world, but it was certainly something that was beneficial and important to a person because 10,000 pesos isn't a small amount of money.
0: Yes, that's really amazing to hear. And it's really the simple and small things that really matter. For me, I wasn't uh, able to do much because of the pandemic. But I think just by sharing news about what's currently happening and donating here and there to various causes and signing petitions, that really makes a lot of change already. And for most of us, we've got so much time on our hands. And with that, we have no choice but to focus on ourselves. Our guest speaker will now talk about how self-love has developed her sense of community. This is actually a tricky question.
2: I'm personally someone who likes to compare myself a lot to others, so I think I didn't learn self-love until recently. In the context of stop Up, self-love really helps because it's helped me realize my strengths, and that I could use those strengths to contribute more in the org. It also helps me to wholeheartedly accept my weaknesses, especially when they show themselves while I'm working. The people I've worked with in Step Up are very genuinely kind people, so they really make it so that you really want to improve yourself, especially after you've made mistakes. They've definitely strengthened my sense of community. Self-love also comes in here because you can't be so hard on yourself all the time. You have to remember that you're only human and that you're constantly growing. If you accept that, it makes it easier to improve yourself and that consequently means that you get to give more of yourself to volunteer work. When you give more of yourself, it also makes the work more fulfilling. After the end of the project, you can genuinely smile and pat yourself on the back because you know your blood, sweat, and tears have gone through a good cause. You can rest easy
1: knowing you put a smile on somebody's face. Self-love is something that we all should learn to do. Every single one of us. I think that what we could get from what Miss Emma just said is that being surrounded with people who uplift you and who are genuinely kind will help you feel content with who you are truly in the long run.
0: Yes, it really helps you grow into the best version of yourself, not only for you, but for others as well. It's so, so, so important for us to remember that we have to be kind to others just as much as we have to be kind to ourselves. It's that type of forgiveness that we have to share around in the world. And after recognizing your strengths and weaknesses, your likes and dislikes, you could definitely apply those in your work. I totally agree with you, Janna. To add on that, accepting who you are brings
1: out the best in you. Personality-wise or work-wise, it enables you to give it your
0: all. I couldn't agree more, Abby. That's why nowadays, where we mostly stay at home, it's important for us to put ourselves out there, at least virtually, along with people who encourage us, like doing organization work. And now, speaking of orgs, let's now hear what Miss Emma would like to say to those unfamiliar to this kind of volunteer work.
2: A lot of people think that there's nothing really special about Step Up. Like, Step Up is just one out of a gazillion orgs. Like, I'm not even kidding, there's so many orgs out there now. But I actually beg to differ. There's something special about Step Up that really makes it unique, and I can honestly say that the work we do at Step Up may seem similar to what other orgs are doing, but how we do it is completely different. Though it's really hard to explain this to other people, so I really try to let Step Up's actions and what we've accomplished speak for themselves because the fact that we've gotten this far and we've helped this much people in only 8 months of existence is really impressive in itself. When it comes to org work in general, I always tell people who aren't into org work that I do it because I believe that the joy you get out of helping others is actually the most genuine type of joy that you could ever experience in your life. It's really different, for example, to become happy because someone gets you a gift and to become happy because you gave a gift. It just genuinely warms your heart in such a different, but definitely
1: fulfilling way. That was truly touching. Now that she mentioned that they have only been active for eight months, I got curious on what projects the organization has done. And I found out that they recently held a Christmas food donation drive that fed 500 frontliners last Christmas. This single project of theirs really shined a light on what Step Up PH stands for.
0: Also, it was mentioned that genuine happiness comes from giving, and I can personally attune to that as well. I spent the first half of, my, of the school year um, organizing fundraisers and events for my track, and we really wanted to give back and provide to those who are greatly affected by the pandemic. So seeing all of those events, seeing all of our efforts come to life and actually help these people who are in need of it, it really makes me happy knowing that I made a change and I can do something good with what I have. So to our listeners out there, if you're listening to this podcast, it's a sign from up above for you to take part in this journey of giving. As per our next question,
1: I believe this will help our listeners who are aspiring to stand up for their own advocacies and to consider themselves already part of a community of inclusivity when it comes to helping others. Coming up is our speaker's insight about this topic.
2: Okay, I think that someone can promote inclusivity as long as you keep an open mind about everything around you. So that includes events, people, things, basically everything. The reason why inclusivity is usually so hard is because People are always, like, in their own little worlds, so as long as you remain open-minded and open to new experiences, it'll become natural to promote inclusivity per se. In the context of an org, that would mean not being close-minded about people's skills or abilities when it comes to org work. I'm saying this in the context of the problem of inactive members. At Step Up, we always like to think that a member is inactive for a reason. Like I said, most people are always in their own little worlds and we don't know what's going on in those little worlds. So for us, we don't necessarily give up. On a member just because they're inactive we accept members based on their personal passion to help people and we believe that this passion is something that can help keep them driven so if they're inactive what we do is that we try to see what are the factors that could be making them inactive so we check up on them and all that after which we encourage
0: them to become active again in the org. It is all so true that keeping an open mind ourselves is a step we all can and should take in order to promote inclusivity. We always have to remember that everyone's thoughts and opinions should be valued and that understanding different perspectives is key to creating change. She also mentioned an example of where we can practice and
1: promote inclusivity. She said that in the context of organization work, You must be patient and understanding of some members, and even try to reach out to them if needed so. This, I may say, can be applied to any group project or situation as well. So before I moved to the Philippines this year, I was living in China, and I went to a school that was co-ed. And I had a classmate who had just flown in from India, and he was new, and he didn't know anyone, he didn't speak the language, and... We were eating at lunch together and I noticed that he had trouble using chopsticks and he was kind of half using his hands and half using chopsticks. And a lot of my Chinese classmates were laughing at him because he kind of looked silly and they weren't used to seeing people eating with their hands. And so I tried to be understanding and open minded because I know what it's like to move to a country for the first time and not know anything. And so, instead of laughing at him like everyone else, I decided to help him use his chopsticks so that he wouldn't look silly. These small instances that we take are already a huge help in promoting inclusivity.
0: Keeping those in mind will surely benefit all members of the group and even form a stronger bond with each other. Now, Abby, we are at our last question for our guest speaker. Okay, so... I know I already
2: mentioned it a few times in the other questions, so I'll just reiterate myself. So the kind of fulfillment you acquire from uplifting a community, whether it be through org work or volunteer work or remote work, I believe that it's the best and the most, for lack of a better term, the most ripe kind of fulfillment it actually really interests me how giving a piece of yourself to others could be something that keeps you and makes you happy i personally believe that the reason that it feels so good is because that must be what we were meant to be doing I believe that every person's purpose, internal mission, vocation, or whatever you call it, is actually to give a part of yourself and offer it to others. Of course, I don't mean this literally. I mean it in the sense that you use your skills and talents for the people around you to uplift people who need it people who don't have the means to pay you back i honestly think that if everyone grounds themselves in helping their community or communities that need it then the world would be a happier place like i mentioned earlier the joy you experience from receiving a gift is completely different from the joy you experience while giving a gift. So if you ever get into any type of work that helps you uplift a community, especially a community that really needs it, at the end of the day, you'll definitely feel that your heart is warmed.
1: I strongly agree with Miss Emma. The fulfillment in uplifting others is such an achievement within itself. I like how she mentioned the difference between receiving a gift and giving the gift. And the kind of joy that you get from receiving a gift is great, but it's completely different and less wholesome than giving a gift. It is the best gift you can give yourself, and we don't even realize it.
0: Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. Giving is more of a gift to yourself as well. It really touched my heart when she said that maybe the reason we feel so good when we give is because, as humans, we were meant to do so. There's really no fulfillment in being selfish. And I think that we find so much joy in seeing other people happy at our actions and how we show our affection and love to them. Lifting others up and helping them is truly a blessing to yourself as well. It seems like we
1: are at the end of this episode, Jana. It was only a few minutes of our day, but I have accumulated so much from our speaker, Miss Emma, like self-love and inclusivity within an organization. And with that, we would like to thank our guest speaker for today, Miss Emma Pexen from Step Up PH, for rewarding us with such knowledge about how we can all contribute to each other's betterment and recognize that like Step Up PH, if we all can, then we will.
0: But before we end this episode, here are a few reminders about the upcoming events this Spectrum 2021. First, watch out for the next four episodes for this podcast series called Revitalize, which includes many more topics from environmental awareness to going out of your comfort zone. And don't miss out on the beginning of Interact, where we will start off with the first-ever game show of SPCP called Barcada Feud from 4pm
1: to 5pm. If you want to know more, just check out our Spectrum 2021 official website, Blueprint. Updates, schedules, and merch will be posted there. And that is it. This has been the first episode going the extra mile of
0: Revitalize. Once again, I am Abby. And I am Jana. Keep safe and take care. See you guys in the next episode.